What's up, what's up? Another week, another podcast. This is your favorite football podcast, The Football Academy. I'm Mr. Poon tonight with Braden and Will. How's it going, guys? I'm good. I'm glad the international break's over and the U.S. qualified for the World Cup without too much fanfare, despite what you might read on Twitter. Um, it, it was fine. It wasn't that big of a deal. So, um, enjoyed that. Ready to get back to the Premier League and, and kind of where the where the actually good football is uh it's it's nice to be back in the world cup and it's nice to be able to talk about a team that i'm in a country that it's nice to be in the country that's playing in the world cup it's uh it's a foreign concept to me because it's been a long four years so shout out to the u.s men for doing the damn thing that the women have been doing far longer uh boys it's wrestlemania week so my brain's on wrestling and also, I'm just going to go ahead and get this reference out of the way. Uh, should I say anything on this podcast that offends you and you see me in public, please don't slap me. I'm just a person. Or don't run up on stage and slap me, Will Smith, anybody? Oh. I was. Did okay. you guys miss the memes? Have we? Do we just not care about Chris Rock's poor ass face? It was an Oscars <laughs> joke. <laughs> We'll be back with the Oscars Academy in 10 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it as long as it's been, like, since the U.S. last made the World Cup is how long, like, it's been since I cared about the Oscars. But um, there was a lot of commotion that came out of that. And as a Man United fan, man, I was so happy these, these last two weeks. I was like, do not have to worry about my team letting me down. Do not have to, like, care. I can just watch football and uh, not be disappointed all the fucking time. So... Uh, gonna miss that now that the Premier League is back, but it is the final stretch. A lot to play for for a lot of these teams. Promotion, uh, uh, not really promotion, but relegation, really a big, big question for, I would say, like still five to six teams. And uh, these last eight games, a lot of people over the season have essentially counted hand uh, games in hand. Like, yeah, relegation threatened team, nine points. Arsenal, nine points. Spurs, 10 points. Like, everybody just counts off those points. But now is the time we're going to see whether or not they make it. And, uh, Braden, before we kick things off with Liverpool against Watford, do you want to give them a rundown on how we're going to preview the games? Uh, yeah, so if it's your first time uh, listening to us, first of all, welcome. Uh, hit, a, hit a like and subscribe um, and uh, give us five stars if you so desire. Uh, what we do every week is we are going to uh, bet a hundred virtual dollars. We call them pod bucks on the three-way money line for each of the games, and so we'll talk about the lines. We'll talk about some over unders. We'll talk about some other things, and we'll, and mostly we'll just discuss the game like through that lens. And so uh, next week we'll come back, tally up our results, see how we all did, and uh, do it all again. Uh, so that's kind of what we do here when we uh, see who gets the most pod bucks. Yep, let's make sure to get you guys some extra money before that March Madness uh, final on Monday. Uh, first things first, Liverpool at home at minus 725 against Watford at plus 1700, draws at plus 750, over-unders at 3.5. I think the easiest bet in this game is that Mo Salah is going to score, but other than that, uh, well, are you taking Liverpool at minus 725? I I hate this line only if I don't only if it, because I don't want to give the money away. <laughs> I, I'm just being conservative. Uh, yeah, 
put money on Motoscore. Uh, when the club releases a compilation video that's just him scoring against one other team, it's bad business, my guys. Um, that could also be fortuitous, but here's hoping not. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Liverpool. This feels self-explanatory. Don't look ahead. That's all I'm going to ask. Don't don't get all verklempt over the next two weeks. It's, it's going to be a task. It's fine. Just play the game you know you can play. Know that Watford are butt trash and make Roy Hodgson feel very, very bad about the entirety of the middle of my 20s and how terrible he made that team. Uh, side note, Stuart Downing, still love you. Saw you at that Legends game. Love you. Um, I'm going to take Liverpool. This seems like chalk. It's really hard to go against that. I'm trying to come up with reasons not to take minus 725 because I, I just don't ever want to take minus 725. Um, and it, it's really hard to come up with any. Um, Watford are going to be fighting for their life down at the bottom. Maybe that's an interesting angle to play this from. Um, but I, for me, no. I'm going to take Liverpool. I think that they're in a title race and they're going to go all out for that. And and that's just kind of my outlook on it. Yeah, what I think you'll see Liverpool kind of the rest of this season against the teams they should beat. Like you're going to see title chasing Liverpool and they're going to get the business done. I mean, I will, I will add to that. Mo Salah has not lost to AFCON and he also ended up not getting, not qualifying for um, the world cup. I think these next eight to 15 however many total games it might end up being for Liverpool in all competitions. I think you're going to see a side of him being so motivated to like essentially will this team forward. So if you really want to bet on some uh, football futures, really should take Liverpool to win the quadruple right here. Going to keep talking about it. Um, Moving on to the next game, Brighton at minus 195, taken on Norwich at plus 575, draws at plus 300, over-unders at 2.5. Will, are uh, Norwich about to cook something up, or do you think Brighton, this is a game they should win, and much like every other game they normally should win, they're going to fuck this one up too? Look, Norwich is not a good football team right now, and Brighton, we expect them to be a better football team than they are, but they're bang on average, if you look at the way they played for the last couple games. But I think a bang-on-average team could probably run Norwich up and down this pitch. I see Norwich playing with some urgency. I see Norwich playing to try to salvage whatever they can. But I see them falling the hell apart. I see Brighton winning this. They're at home. I'm going to save the fucking Amex as a forces thing again. And I'm going to stand by this time because, damn it, Norwich are that fucking shitty. Uh, I'm going to take Brighton. This feels easy. I feel like I... I just I think Grand Potter's a better manager than Dean, to be completely honest. And like Dean's gonna try, but he's not gonna be able to overcome that. And yeah, I'm gonna take Brighton, and I don't feel bad. Thank you for your honesty, Wilder. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. Brighton are probably a little bit better team. They are in some not great form. Uh, Norwich are also <laughs> have not been in good form this season. Uh, so I, I, I'm a little torn because I'm not inclined to take a team that's not playing that well at minus 195. 
and I'm just not inclined to take Norwich ever. Uh, so I'm going to take the draw in this one. I, I don't like the minus 195 return for the uh, amount like of or for the level of play that I feel like Brighton are playing at right now. Um, so this is probably going Galaxy Brain, and, and Brighton are probably just going to cruise to like a 3-0 win. But I kind of think this Brighton team is mostly done with this season as far as motivation goes. And I, maybe you see a Norwich team that's had a couple weeks to kind of think about what they've got to do to stay up, and, and maybe you see them put in a scrappy performance here. And their scrappy performance gets them a draw. I mean, draw would be the only other result I'd look at. But uh, I'm going to trust my boys in Grand Potter, and uh, hopefully they can come up with this win. I do not feel very good at minus 195, though. I'm going to say that out loud. Uh, moving on to the next one, Burnley at plus 1,100, taking on Manchester City at minus 420, welcome April. Uh, draw is at plus 500, over-under is at 2.5. Uh, Braden, Man City, minus 420, are you taking it? I mean, uh, it's... Yeah, I think I've got to. Like, it's it's the same as Liverpool. I think. Like, I, I do think this is a team that is is going to turn it on and knows what they have to do the rest of the season to to close out and get the title. And I don't think that Burnley are just that good. Good. They. I don't even want to say they play a style that can frustrate City because I. I, I don't think that's really Would that be the disrespecting case. style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. I don't, like you can see Burnley, uh, they'll be more rested because they won't be flying all over the world. Um, since I think only Chris or Chris Wood's not even there. I got so used to saying that Chris <laughs> Wood was the only one at Burnley that I forgot he wasn't even there. Um, so it's not like their players went off for a lot of international break. Maybe they're rejuvenated. That's the best case I got for them. Which leads me to still take Man City because I I just don't really see it in this Burnley team. Uh, everything I said about Liverpool just from a standpoint of boo. Um, don't look ahead. Don't get caught out. This Burnley team, this Burnley team. If I learn how to speak, uh, probably not as good as their fans think they are. I don't know. Uh, this seems like cake. Uh, and to be completely honest, at 420, I'd like, I don't want to take that bet. And I know I always talk about like betting with the money and trying to like be smart, but um, 420, it's the sex number. Woo! Whatever. Just, yeah, take City. And yeah. Also, that's a specific reference. Nobody's going to get that. It's whatever. Uh, I don't want to lose this money. City's going to win this. It, even if Burnley's playing at home, I don't think that matters too much. Just go ahead and put my money on City and let's and I'm going to look forward to next week. Hopefully the teams don't. I'm gonna take Burnley in this game. Uh primarily because I think Man City, too many players like playing minutes, like playing useful minutes out there. So um Yeah. Um, th- that's essentially my reasoning uh, as compared to Burnley. Um, 
moving on to the next game, Chelsea at minus 295, taking on Brentford at plus 825, draws at plus 400, over-unders at two and a half. I know Chelsea have been much better recently since Reese James came back. Uh, it still feels a little too disrespectful to Brentford at plus 825, but, you know, they also haven't been great recently. Well, uh, I like these first three games are some butt, man, because I don't want to like be all chalky about it, but like I don't see too much in this Brentford team that this Chelsea team can't outperform. Uh, I, I'm not going to say Chelsea's hitting a stride or whatever, but I think Chelsea has at least found a way to get through the nonsense going on with them right now and be able to just solidify being in Europe. I think that's their minds are elsewhere, but they can still get it done in the league. So I'm going to pick Chelsea. I just don't think there's better days for Brentford, but they're not going to be here. Also, this is like the 93rd London Derby of this season. And I like, there needs to be more teams from Birmingham or something. Like I'm so over every match, every week being two teams from London. There's too many people there. I need different teams. I don't know. Like, there is Birmingham, but they went down because they're Birmingham. Um, I, I'm kind of with you, Will. Like, I don't see that much in this Brentford team that makes me think you're going to take on Chelsea. If, if you want to follow the Chelsea has a lot of internationals and Brentford doesn't, like, I'll let you do that. Um, but for me, I, I don't think it's going to be enough. I... Chelsea's form has been really quite good, I think, considering everything going on at the club, as we've kind of alluded to. And if you don't know about that, like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, I, for me, it's going to be Chelsea. I, I think they're just a better team. I, I think that I don't think they'll have too much to struggle with with this one. Yeah, I'm going to take Chelsea as well. I, at home against Brentford at minus 295, I would take even with the internationals compared to like City and Burnley with the odds. Uh, I, will, I will not take the over in this game, to be honest, because a two and a half um, does feel like this could be a low scoring game if Chelsea are to win, realistically. Uh, moving on to the next one. Going from a low-scoring potential game to a game I'm expecting to be very high-scoring. Leeds United at plus 140, taking on Southampton at plus 175. Draws at plus 270. Over-unders at three. I'm going to smash the over on that one. Uh, Braden, are you with me? Yeah, over three sounds good in this one. I, I really do think it does. Like I think that Leeds are, I don't want to say clicking a little bit offensively, but I think since uh, Jesse Marsh has gotten there, like they've, they've been a little bit better attacking than they kind of were at the end of the Bielsa run. I think they're a little bit better defensively, but uh, they're still kind of not great <laughs> back there. Um, especially, I, I'm not sure if Calvin Phillips is going to be back yet or not. I know, I, I think this was around the timeline that they expected him to be available, but I, I'm not sure if he'll be back. And obviously... If he's not, that's a that's a big loss for Leeds. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of think a Leeds team that is playing to stay up will have more motivation than the Southampton team. 
and I kind of think they can get it done. Like they, they've had a little bit of a decent run of form. I think Jesse March will have had some time to actually implement what he's trying to do as opposed to just kind of coming in and, and having a few training ma- matches that are really more recovery sessions than they are like training sessions. And so I think the couple weeks may really help them out. Um, I know obviously you'll have a few guys who've gone away like Rafinha and them, but I think most of the team uh, will have been around and can get a little grounded in that. And so I'm actually going to go with Leeds. They're plus favorites at home. Uh, I think they've got more to play for. And I also like the over in this, as Spoon mentioned. Um, so I like all of those. No arguments for me. Uh, this is a Southampton team who has not had the best results going forward in the last couple of matches. I honestly, with these performances I've seen from Leeds in the past couple of weeks, I think these two teams, regardless of where they are in the table, might be a little bit closer than we think to each other. Uh, Leeds going upward and Southampton kind of, I don't want to say coming back to earth, but coming back to earth after solidifying themselves as not being, you know, relegation fodder. Um, and I think that's kind of the job you're seeing this Leeds team do now. It's just a tidbit later. I like Jesse Marsh more than I like Ralph Hassenhuntel. Not going to go back on the fucking he's going to get fired train. But if they lose this one, I might. Who knows? Um, this Leeds team seems to be gaining some momentum. And Ellen Road, it's, it's, it's going to be kind of an advantage. You can't even not say that. So uh, I'll take Ted Lasso to win and uh, go with Leeds. Also... I might smash that over too. Uh, this will be a high flying game and it'll be fun to watch, but I think Leeds gets in the end. I could also see Leeds kind of running out of here three one winners if you want to still smash that over. So now I'm all three of us agreeing on the over. I think at that point you just take the under. Um I am going to go with Leeds as well in this game. Uh, a lot of agreements in this game, so we'll see if if you did a parlay of Leeds winning and uh, uh, over, how much that would be. Uh, moving on to the next one, uh, West Ham United at home at minus 125, taking on Everton at plus 350, draws at plus 260, over-unders at 2.5. West Ham, in a very sneaky way, have a lot to play for going into this part of the season. And while on one side it is that they should prioritize Europa League to go get Champions League again and potentially win a European Cup if they can. They also would want to stay in Europe, right? Like, at the end of the day, so they can't really fall that far behind the pack. So, Bryn, what are your thoughts on a game against an Everton team that they should really dispatch pretty easily at home? Yeah, I would be a little cautious getting too much into the Europa League stuff right now because they're not really coming off of a Europa like weekend. This isn't the part where it gets tough where you go Thursday, Sunday. They're coming off the international break and they'll be on the same footing as everyone else. So I don't think that this is really one to worry too much about that aspect of them needing to prioritize over uh, Europa League. And they do have a good bit to play for. Like I do think that there will come a time that they will prioritize the Europa League, but I do think they'll try to get as many points as they can kind of before that. And you've got an Everton team that I Yeah, they're still just not 
there's still, still just not a lot going on with this Everton team. Uh, even if they had, they did eke out a win a couple weeks ago. I, I just can't really see that uh, anything that impresses me. Um, so I, I'm going to go with West Ham here. Uh, it's a lot of chalk this week, it feels like. But I think they're just a better team overall. I think I don't want to say they have more to play for because Everton have plenty to play for facing relegation. But I think they're just better at home. I'd back them to get it done here. Ten men win my entire butthole. I'm picking West Ham, dude. Like, this West Ham team is just better than this Everton team. And that win, irregardless, which, again, still a word in the dictionary, um, irregardless of that, this Everton team is butt trash. And this West Ham team have a lot to play for. They still have European qualification on the mind because it's not completely guaranteed. I, well, it's, it's guaranteed. It's fine. Whatever. West Ham is going to beat Everton. It's going to be fine. I'm just to speak to Everton's like relegation chances. I legitimately now at this point think there might be three teams worse than them and they're just going to get lucky. And it makes me mad because they're going to lose this and they're going to lose this handily. I might even go ahead and take the fucking over on this one. That's how little I believe in Everton. I'm going to put my money on West Ham and blow some fucking bubbles. Bunch of cows. I'm going to take a draw in this game. Um, I I just think uh, this is going to be a game that uh, you'll see a little bit more from Everton, especially given all of their players more or less stayed there. And... Um, they have to perform better at the end of the day. Like, they shouldn't be in a relegation fight, but they are, and they are not just in a fight. They are right there on the verge of relegation. So, like, they do need to start uh, getting some more wins. So, I do think this could be an issue. Um, also, I apologize. My Bovada webpage is kind of fucked up, which is why I messed up the order of these games. Um, moving on to... The next game for Saturday, Wolves at plus 195 against Aston Villa at plus 160. Draws at plus 195. Over-unders at two and a half. I am going to take Villa pretty straightforward. I think Wolves are having injuries. Villa is a team on the up, and I do not think um, Wolves match up very well against a very, very good Villa team. Braden, your thoughts? Yeah, you've got the Arsenal celebrate too much derby going on here. Um, I I agree with you on that. I think the Villa are a better team right now. I think that Wolves have really cooled and, and taken a step back um, since early. Like you said, they have injuries to deal with. Um, you've got guys like Jimenez who are flying across uh, the world again to get back there, and it's a pretty key piece to their attack. And I see them having some trouble with that. So I'm happy to take Villa the Draw is kind of interesting as well. Um, draw pays a little bit more than a Villa win, so I, I would have some interest there. And honestly, like the over two and a half is somewhat interesting to me as well. I, I know I don't really say that a lot about matches Wolves have been involved in, but I, I really think ever since around, er, really ever since Traore left, they've changed the style a little bit and are a little bit more attacking which has led them to not be such a win one nil team at the back. Like they, they still don't concede a ton of goals, 
but it's more than it was before. And so I think that you can get decent value here for over under in, in Wolves matches while the popular notion is still that they don't concede any goals. I'm, I want to say Villa because I think that this Wolves team, as you mentioned, is coming back to earth. But I feel safer with the draw. I do think that this Wolves team is cooling, but I do think that there's still something there that would put them just a station above Villa at this point. Villa is still a work in progress that's still growing. But I think that the growth has been just exponential enough that a cooling Wolves heats up. I'm not going to try to make a joke about it. I'm going to stick to what I'm I actually think about this one. I'm going with the draw. I feel like Wolves is just good enough to, especially at home, to get something out of this match. But I think Villa is just good enough to also get something out of this match on the road. Don't know if that necessarily speaks to good or bad for either team, which is why I'm picking the draw. It's completely even. Um, I, But I can also definitely see Villa winning this. So I'm going to go with the money that makes more sense in my head and go with the draw. That is uh, fair. I would have looked at the draw, but I just think Villa, Coutinho in this game, is going to do something. Uh, moving on to the next one, Manchester United at home at minus 185 against Leicester City at plus 450. Draws at plus 340. Over-unders at three. Big game for United. This like At this point, United has to be almost... Not almost, they have to be spotless to kind of have a shot at getting top four. Braden, going to come to you first because you are a, a more in a top four race than uh, Will is. So do you think uh, United wins this game against a Leicester City side that embarrassed United earlier in the season and haven't really done anything overall? It's it's tough to say because the form of United, I think, has been pretty up and down recently. Like There's been... Uh, some pretty good matches in there. You think of uh, them being Spurs or Ronaldo being Spurs. Um, you think of you. You think of some other matches where they've kind of underwhelmed, and I don't know which United team we're going to get. You've got uh, you've got McGuire coming back, and honestly, like the whole England situation is kind of its own thing, but. It's hard to say that like the entire season that he's had is not going to have some effect on him one way or another, just kind of like as a player. Um, I, I think this United squad in general just feel like they're in a weird spot. Um, I, I, but I think they're a better, like they have more talent than Lester, like full stop. Like I, I think they are a much like better overall team. It's just whether they put it together on the day. The one thing that would concern me a little bit is, well, it's not even that Leicester are good on set pieces because like they're not that good on set pieces, but they they do have they do have guys like James Madison in particular who like can can make the most out of small situations like that like little foul outside the box that he bangs on a free kick and. I do wonder if that could be a difference in this game. I'm I'm going to go with a draw. I think that 
United at minus 185 is just not getting the return that I need for the, the kind of how I see these two teams playing. Um, so I'm going to go with a draw, but I could I, I'd lean United winning over Leicester winning if I was going to do like a draw, no bet situation. Uh, this Leicester City team doesn't inspire much in me. And that makes me want to lean towards United. But this United team, uh, one would think with their backs kind of for sure up against the wall. uh, And some of their guys who haven't necessarily had the best seasons, but who are still out and out like tremendous players who didn't go on international duty, uh, thinking of particular people who didn't play for England. um, You still have those guys as options and you have those guys like fresh which will be like, which will help you out in the long run because you have a lot of guys who are coming back from international break, who should, who might be tired. I am really spitballing because I can't really make this one off my head. I could see this being a draw, and I kind of dig the way that pays out. But my brain wants me to go with United because I feel like they're super up against it. And actually, you know what? No. This is not the Manchester United of my childhood. This is this is this team, and I need to think with my actual brain instead of the other one. So I'm going to go with the draw. Uh, it might be a draw that United win in dramatic or earn in dramatic fashion. Uh, this lesser team can also shit the bed, which is something that they've done all season as well. But it just it screams pleasant draw to me. So I think I want to go with the draw. And I've never had to think that hard about a pick on this show. In a, I haven't had to think that hard in a while. That mm, I got a headache if it ain't Paul. Uh, I'm gonna take Man United. Fuck Leicester. That's fair. <laughs> um. All right. Moving on to the next game: Tottenham at minus 195 at home against Newcastle. A plus 500 draws a plus 320 over unders at three. This is a game between a manager who should have been the next Spurs manager after Jose Mourinho, who ended up going to Newcastle and is probably going to end up making sure Newcastle has a better future than Tottenham does. But we're not betting on futures. We're betting on this game. So, Will, do you, do you think Antonio Conte keeps Tottenham in the top four race? Because, again, for them, big, big wins needed still. And for Newcastle nothing really to play for other than like just getting better as a team and moving forward. So really do have, I guess, next season to play for. So where, where do you sit on that? I mean, you have a Newcastle team who kind of feels like they, they're safe as safe can be for right now. Uh, And you have a Spurs team who I, you know what? I don't give a shit about their recent results. Still wildly inconsistent to me. They might be turning a corner. They might be playing a little bit better, but I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. And even though I'm stronger than Harry Kane, I don't know if I can throw them that far. Um, I'm going to go with Newcastle. I I think there's enough people missing from that Spurs team out on international duty. I think this is a Newcastle team who, because they're feeling kind of safe, can come out and play a little bit loose. And the way they set up their team, the, the players that they have – Playing a little bit loose might benefit them because they can go out there and just let the horses run. It's a phrase I use all the time. 
Let the guys who can go out and make the plays go out and make the plays and not worry about anything you're trying to, you know, encroach upon them. Uh, this Spurs team is has deficiencies that I think Newcastle can exploit if they play up to the way that I hope they will. Uh, I don't, it's going to be a weird top four run-in, but I don't know how I feel about Spurs. If they perform well in this match and they show me something, I might change my tune. But right now, the tune remains the same. The tune is One Kiss by Dua Lipa. I'm going to pick Newcastle. I'm going to go with back-to-back draws here. Like I think that... I think the Spurs are... A sl- I think the Spurs are a better team than Newcastle overall. You've got um, some issues with coming back from uh, international break, although it will be an extra day, so I think that mitigates it a little bit. But I do think you have a Newcastle team that are just in generally in a little bit better form and kind of on the way up, and a Spurs team that um, have been an up-and-down team the last, you know, what, 10, 12 matches or so, where it was... Before the last two that they won, it was like one loss, one loss, one loss, etc. And so, I think you'll get a Newcastle team that will come out and, and give them a pretty good go at this game. Like, if you remember the uh, Newcastle-Chelsea match, like, Newcastle probably should have gotten something from that when they had the the penalty that wasn't given, um, and, and who knows how that game turns out if, if that is given. Uh, I, I do think that they're a team that can compete with some of these bigger teams. And having some of the time off, I think, will help them. Um, similar situation that we talked about with Jesse Marsh. Uh, Eddie Howe will have kind of a set time that he can kind of get his guys around and kind of further drill like what he really wants them to accomplish in there. And I think you might see a decent Newcastle performance. I, I don't think it'll be enough for them to win but I do think they can pull out a draw here and um, give everyone else a good uh, boost in the top four race. Yeah, I'm going to go with a draw as well. I'm not as confident in either one of the two teams, especially Spurs at minus 195. I I think it is a very likely outcome that they win at home, but I do not want to take the chance in this situation. And other than that, a draw seems like a very decent result. Uh, moving on to the next game, the final game of the week, and uh, Palace at home at plus 300, taking on Arsenal at minus 105, draws at plus 320, over-unders at 2.5. Before the season, I joked a lot about Patrick Vieira finishing above Arsenal. That does not seem to be the case this season, but... This could be a big, big game for him to really like come out and get a result. And for Arsenal, like this is a game again. They have shouldn't say have to win, but they should win. Wanting to make top four and creating some separation. So, Brayden, gonna come to you first. Uh, do you feel confident going into this game? It's a bit of an uneasy confidence, uh, but I, I'm relatively confident about this one. I think that. Arsenal are going to look at their next three matches. So it's it's Palace at, it's Palace away, Brighton at home, and Southampton away. And if Arsenal can get nine points from those games, I think that they're going to be very much in the driver's seat for top four because I think at that point, the the kind of pressure that three wins in a row would put on other teams, it kind of starts affecting the other teams and their performances. Um, so. 
I think you're going to see a really strong push from Arsenal to to really start piling up these points because the fixture list gets tougher after that. And if they are serious about getting top four, this is a game you've got to get. You've got to win. You've got to get three points from this if you're serious about it. Um, Arsenal can obviously still qualify for top four without winning this one, but I look at it as like the the teams that are seriously challenging for top four should win this. And so I'm going to go with an Arsenal win. I think that there's a real togetherness around the squad right now. I think that um, they're going to put in the, the work to get it done. And I think you see a strong Arsenal performance against a, a good Palace team. I think they're a, a team that if you look at their goal difference, they, it implies that they should be a couple spots higher up the table than they are. Uh, I, I think they're a very good, well-drilled uh, team from Patrick Vieira, and it's going to be a, a good game. Like I don't think Arsenal's just going to go in and dominate this game, uh, but I do think that it will be one of those things that some of the some of the talent levels in, in like Saka and uh, Martinelli and Odegaard, I think, are just a little bit higher than their uh, opponents on the other side for Palace, and I, I think that will make a difference in here. I, the only thing I can see here is uh, maybe a tidbit of tired legs from Arsenal. Uh, that's the only difference that I can see here between these two teams. Uh, this It feels like Arsenal is, I don't want to, yeah, they're a far better side than Palace right now. But this Palace side is not to be laughed at or not to be taken lightly. They are a rapidly improving side. Vieira is a rapidly improving manager, even from where he was. And I think they can give Arsenal a run for their money. If you've been paying attention to my picks this week, I've, I'm not thinking too much is moving. And to go with that, I feel like just based upon... This seems a good spot for Arsenal, not to necessarily lose momentum, but to just be a tidbit tired. And for Palace to exploit that. They're not going to exploit it enough to win because I'm not an insane person 88% of the time. But I think it's enough to get them a draw. Uh, I think there's a tidbit of a home advantage. I think Vieira will probably preach like, hey, some of these dudes had some big important things going on. Take advantage where you can. I think it will have them well drilled. I think a draw is in the offing. And uh, like I said, I don't think too much – moves this week as far as anything on the table mostly because i'm willing everything on the table to happen on my birthday in two weeks so yeah i'm gonna take the draw and everyone stays where they are all right uh i'm gonna take arsenal uh at minus 105 i think they're a better team than palace and if you want to make top four you beat palace away like more often than not that i to believe that has been the case with United. Uh, we, so, we have talked about Sellers Park, Park Monday yeah. nights. Da, da, like, da. like <laughs> that did enter the back of my mind. <laughs> we were talking about like, yes. Sellers Park Monday night. Am I really doing this? Monday night lights, <sighs> coach. <laughs> but to be honest, though, like, I think one of the good things that Arsenal's going for themselves is these kids don't know how good they are. Like, they don't know what their ceiling is. Like, there isn't a hey, this is the achievement. Like, for them, this is something they need and want. And I think in today's generation, when you need and want something, you do whatever the fuck is needed to go get it. So I I think you're going to see that from Arsenal. And at the end of the day, Palace, sorry, we are 
that's really all I have. However, that is the end of all of the games. But after a long time, we not only get to do team parlays, we actually get to do our player parlays as well because there aren't any games left for the midweek. So we'll be back in the second segment with both of those. Cheers. What is up, guys? Back with the second segment of this podcast. Back with the parlays. And, Braden, do you want to kick things off? I'm going to let you go player or team, whichever you pick first. Yeah, I'll go team parlay first. It's the less exciting one. So we'll just go ahead and get that over with. Uh, So for me, I've got three overs. I've got uh, Palace versus Arsenal over two and a half. Leeds versus Southampton over three. And Wolves versus Villa over uh, two and a half. 100 turns into 755. You hit all three of those. Making for a decent little weekend. Uh, I didn't go decent little weekend. I went uh, straight up balls to the wall. Um, the first is because I believe in myself. I mentioned that I could see Leeds walking out of this game 3-1. So I took that bet at plus $1,600. Uh, I took Brighton and Norwich under one goal. I think the game will be decided by one goal at plus 675. And because I'm feeling zesty this week, there will be one goal overturned by VAR in the United versus Leeds or you know, the Manchester United versus Leicester game. I can't read my own fucking typing. If you put $100 on all of those, you will end up with $49,306.25. You can save the $0.25 cents, uh, for some bubble gum. Uh, I fully believe myself. I may not, you know, put that much money on it, but you know what? I kind of believe that leads lead, and I may take that action. I'm going to put a dollar down on that. Um, my bet is also crazy, but not as crazy as yours. Uh, however, it does have much more uh, legs. First up, Palace, Arsenal over 2.25. Spurs, Newcastle over 2.75. Burnley, uh, City under 3. Brighton, Norwich under 2.25. Uh, United, Leicester over 3. Chelsea, Brentford over two and a half and uh, Leeds Southampton over three, a hundred dollars wins you $10,018 and 78 cents. So that ends the less exciting part of this with the team parlays. Will you want to kick things off with the player parlays, please? Yeah, man. Uh, this, this is my paper. Um, I have James Madison with two shots on goal. Let's hope someone fouls him twice. At plus 200, I have Mo Salah scoring two goals at plus 200. Uh, the fact that that's a plus 200 is should be indicative of how good that game should be for me on Saturday morning. Uh, St. Maximan with plus 24 passes at plus 160. And you ain't heard me talk about him in a minute, so I might as well bring his ass back up. I got Danny Ings to score a goal at plus 280. You put 100 bucks on all of those, you get $8,792. That is about how much a ticket to WrestleMania costs. should probably bet on this next time so I can be in Dallas, where everyone watches wrestling like me is. That should make myself sad. Yeah, so uh, keeping in theme of this part, I mine is much more conservative than this. Uh, I've got uh, most of goal. Uh, Dan James with a shot on goal and uh, Lanzini with uh, two or more shots. 
$100 turns into six sixty-five. Uh, again, decent little weekend. Um, I'm going to hit singles and play small ball while you guys uh, swing and miss for home runs. <laughs> Single, double baseball over here. Well, uh, I am going to go a little wilder uh, than you there, Braden. I'm going to go with Salah with two goals. James Warpross with one assist, given how terrible leads are in defending set pieces. Um, and you know what? After all that fucking booing, Harry Maguire to uh, score a goal and Coutinho to score a goal as well. $100 wins you $40,800. So if you do hit that, make sure to give me some money as well. Having said that, that, that is... Go ahead. I was going to say, that one's tricky, but like there's a lot of parts to it, but I can see that happening. Like That's definitely within range of outcomes and, and not an absolutely crazy one. I, I kind of like the payoff for that. Thank you, sir. Let's hope. If this one hits, I might like never do a parlay ever again. Um, <laughs> having said that, uh, that is it from us, guys. We will be back next week to talk about what happens. Tyler is warming up. All the trophies to play for still and a lot of football coming at you really, really quick. A lot of makeup games still coming up that somehow have to be scheduled before the final day of the season. So a lot of drama still left, a lot of thrilling games still to come up. We will see you after this week. Cheers, guys. Give them hell, Pat McAfee.